Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I mean, at the end of the day, like, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to hurt anytime you lose, especially when you have a defense that goes out there and creates that many turnovers, um, that holds that offense to that many points. So, um, you know, it's tough because we played good enough to win. But like I said, um, there were certain drives, certain situations that we didn't execute in, um, one being that end of half and the other one on the fourth and one. Um, I think if we get that another set of downs, we at least get a field goal that drive. So that's six points right there. But um, I know this team, I know the character of everybody in the locker room. And um, yeah, we're going to be down about it for the next 24 hours. But all in all, we got a game next Sunday that we got to prepare for. So um, everybody's going to be back on Wednesday, working hard and um, thriving to get better. We're back live with more Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. All I heard was Man, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be here next year anyway, so it's whatever. <laughs> yeah, Were you being not, serious about that? Is that not funny? Were you being serious about that? Yeah. I, I think I heard the same, too. Yeah, everybody heard it. Gabe Ramirez here on 670 The Score. On the Plumbers 911 Football Monday, taking your phone calls. That's what we're doing, man. Chatting a little bit about the Bears. Um, Somebody said that you know the, the defense is what gave it up. I don't know. Justin Fields just said that the defense did a hell of a job holding them to 20 points. But what do I know, right? Oh, wait, wait. A football player agree with me? Oh, what are we going to say about it now? Uh, let's take some people that have been a hoe for a long time, man. Let's go to Casey out in Manhattan. Casey, talk to me about Justin Fields. Thanks for hanging, by the way. Oh, no problem, man. You're, uh, you're catching a beating today. You know what? I don't think so. I think it's fair, man. I think it's – I think – I'm okay for the Casey. I'm okay for people calling in and talking about just because because I'm I'm curious what I'm missing, you know. So it's okay. No, I mean like I, it seems like you're the you're the punching bag. You know, you <laughs> you have your own opinion, which you know you're you're not wrong. You know, everyone thinks that you're wrong, but you're not wrong at all. Um, for today, I think a lot of the things that happened were coaching. Uh, that people talked about earlier, the whole offensive scheme. I'd rather be trailing at the halftime like down seven, down three, because they actually pass the ball. Like you can't be afraid to pass the ball yes. when you're up at half. It just seems like it's a run, run, you know, and then a third and, you know, 12 pass and try to pick up the first down and then it's a three and out. Um, it's almost like, Casey, there are moments that Lou Getze is almost like, it's almost like he's in the room with us and he's like, he hears what we have to say about his like first three, four plays and then in the second drive, he's like, okay, this is what you guys want? Here, run, run, pass. <laughs> run, run, pass. And it's like, no, no, no. It's about the, the, the predictability of it, Luke Getze. That's the right. issue. It's, it's like it's so predictable. It seems like with Getze, it seems like when they're up at halftime or they come out of the half, you know, the first drive after halftime, which, uh, you know, I think they should have tried to kick a field goal on that last one. But, um, 
it, it's just it was just a quick three and out. It was a run, run, and then you're behind the eight ball and you're trying to pass the ball to pick up the first down. It was the quickest three and out I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, let's see. We got a uh, one, two, three, four. Three of the first four drives were three and outs, and four the first four drives were punts. So that means like tough to get into a rhythm too. But damn, three out of the four for uh, three and outs. I mean that that's something else. But again, I, listen, I, I'm not saying that the reason for the loss lays solely on the shoulders of Justin Fields. That no. I'm not saying. It's more so that like you can't. It, it's hard for me to have an uh, and you know me, Casey. Like I like to listen. I like to have good conversations with people. But it's hard for me to start a conversation with someone who is laying zero percent of the blame on Justin Fields. Oh yeah, I mean it. Justin deserved blame. I mean, there was plenty of throws where he should have made, and there's some catches that, you know, people should have made. Mooney dropped one. Scott, you know, someone will argue that, you know, Justin was inaccurate on the throw. I disagree on that one. You know, if you get your hands on the football, you have to bring it down. Any NFL receiver, college receiver will tell you, if you get your hands on the football, you bring, you know, bring it down. But Justin missed a lot of throws. You brought up the point earlier. Someone said that, well, Justin had two interceptions because they were Hail Marys. Yeah, but Justin also should have thrown three picks. Right. Oh, my God. Greg Newsom had his hands and on the ball I, I, twice. And I, I love Justin. Like, I want to see him succeed. I, I would love for nothing, you know, to not have to draft a quarterback and have Justin succeed. But at this point, the writing's on the wall. You're going to get the same type quarterback in Caleb Williams as you are in Justin on a cheaper rookie contract. So, I mean, the, as much as I want Justin to be the guy, uh, it's yeah. looking like it's going to be Caleb. It's a business decision. More so than anything else. Casey, I appreciate you every time you call in, man. Phone lines are open, 312-644-6767. I mean, what are your thoughts? I mean, I don't even think I don't even think if the Bears would have won, it would have changed anything for me. Except that would be four thousand dollars richer. Damn it. Uh let's go to Will out in Chicago. Will, I appreciate you hanging on, man. Uh talk to me about your thoughts on Justin Fields after this game. Gabe, you're doing the Lord's work tonight. <laughs> I'm uh, trying, man. Yeah, I really think that, um, I mean, everyone's saying that <clears throat> polls has difficult decisions ahead of them. I really don't think that they are. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. I think that Justin Fields, unfortunately, <clears throat> is just a below average. You're choking up over Justin Fields over there, bro? What's going on? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. I just got out of the car. It was colder than yeah. I thought it was. Hitting that vape pen <laughs> too hard. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Um, no, he's just below average at reading defenses. I think he's below average in the pocket. And uh, he doesn't really have anything to fall back on. So when it gets to the fourth quarter, Joe Flacco just says, oh, I'm just going to flick it to this pocket and my receiver is going to make a play. Justin Fields is like, I'm just going to run as hard as I can to the first down line, <laughs> even though we have one yard to go. But uh, one question that I wanted to ask you was, um, <clears throat> why is everyone so – um, like bent on trading Justin Fields. Why can't we use him as like Taysom Hill next year, basically? All right. Thanks for the call, Will. I appreciate it. Um, first, let's, let's just talk about the Justin Fields thing that you were mentioning. And and I, I guess I have a question for, for those of you that do still believe in Justin Fields as your quarterback for the future. Don't you want better? Right? That's my question. Like, don't you want... However you feel about Justin, wherever you put him on the spectrum, like, don't you want better? 
Because for me, I always want better. Right? DJ Moore is great. I would love another weapon. Montez Sweat is great. Would love another defensive end. Um, you know, Tyreek Stevenson's awesome. Would love another cornerback still. Because you always want better. And when it comes to Justin Fields, that's all I want. I just want better quarterback play. And I hear, I hear, I can already, I can hear you in your car screaming. But Gabe, he needs better, a better coach. And that's how he gets better. That's how you get better. I hate that argument. Because I think that I want a quarterback that even if, even in the system, he might not be the greatest, but he's still better than Justin in the, even in this system. Three one and then wait, what was the question? What what was the tail end, Tyler? What was it? What was the question that he asked? Do you remember? Oh man, I usually write this stuff spaced out, out for all. Sex, I write sorry, is Gabe. I wrote want, and then an ellipses three three periods in a row. Want, oh, want to keep Justin Fields? I'm all about keeping Justin Fields, but not to use him as Taysom Hill. I'm all about keeping him to. In the event that he does still materialize into this quarterback, that is amazing. Because I, just like you, Will, I want Justin Fields to prove me wrong too. It'd be great if Justin Fields was amazing. It'd be great if if the box score was the opposite, if Justin Fields at 374. And does Joe, he have to do anything to convince you otherwise for him to be the quarterback? Does he have to do anything? Yes. Down the, oh, okay, okay, what exactly <laughs> do you, is the criteria that you think he can convince you to change your mind and say, Corey Wooten, I agree with you. Other people, I agree with you that Justin Fields is the quarterback maybe over Caleb Williams or Drake Me or anyone else for that matter. Did you watch that Thursday game? Aiden O'Connell versus the Chargers putting up 45 in the first yes. half. There you go. Aiden O'Connell against the Chargers. Putting up 45 in the first half. Yeah, that was... That's what I'm talking about. That was a beatdown. Give me something like that. Give me a give me a half or a game where it is just like wow, and I'm not saying obviously coming, that Aiden off, coming off the heels of a shutout too. I'm not saying Aiden O'Connell is the man, right? Obviously, oh right. But right. I'm saying you're asking what does Justin Fields have to do? Justin Fields needs to put together a couple of games and then win some games that he's not supposed to, right? Maybe the defense put, gives up thirty, and Justin Fields puts the team on his back and wins, right? Like. I need a couple of those performances where you will your team to victory. Like a wow moment. We are going to win this game because of Justin Fields. There's, I mean, let's go back. I mean, listen, I understand that Cleveland has one of the best defenses in the league, right? But Justin Fields, you know, had the ball with the game tied. Like, it was 17-17 with three minutes left, and Justin Fields had the ball. Like, what does he have to do? Win the game. Put your put your team in a position to, to get a touchdown. Don't just gain two yards. It's like, yeah, very simple. We're just going to, oh, but we're going to forget the fact that Justin Fields had the ball with three minutes left and the game tied. We'll forget about that. It's Luke Getzi's fault. <laughs> let's, go, let's go to Matthew from Chicago. Matthew, curious to hear what you got to say about the game, man. Welcome to the show. Okay, what's the word, man? You know, chilling. I see it. I got a few things for it real quick. I know I know, people coming at you hard, but don't let them get to you. Why and, is everybody uh, saying that? I, know, I don't know. Not- Hold on, time out. Ain't nobody coming at me hard. I got to be very clear. It's very soft how everybody's coming at me because no one's making some great argument 
to counter whatever it is that I'm saying. So I'm welcoming the smoke because there's nothing. All right. And I'm getting defensive when everybody's saying that people are coming at me because I don't even feel that. But I'm here for it. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. Hey, I see it. I see it. As my grandpa would say, we don't go into the casino to lose. So you better double down next weekend. <laughs> exactly. You had a good play. Exactly. Okay. I got a few things for you on the game real I'm quick and then it. you can extrapolate real quick. So Darnell Mooney, first off, I don't know what's going on with him. He, uh, he's just uh, obsolete to me. So that's number one. Number two, I'll go to the hot topic, Justin Fields. He is a playmaker, and we can see that. As far as, like, you know, the playmakers on the field, we all know who it is, Eddie Jackson, DJ Moore, but Justin is a playmaker. So even though he might be this, it might be that, he can make plays, like the like the first quarter throw to DJ on the sideline or the Komet touchdown even. that was Those are playmaker plays that, you know what I'm saying, goes into, goes into uh, the decision as well. So – we got to take a look at that. But all I'll comment else about is the halftime, the halftime drive before the halftime, pathetic. And I think, I think they could, they they need a leader on offense. And I don't think Justin is the leader, mm. which is, which is sad because the defense is playing like, you know, they lost their coordinator. Uh, Eber Flutes had to like, you know what I'm saying? Backtrack it. And the defense just plays with that, with that looseness. Like they can just, you know, the coaches got fired. The defense plays with that looseness, and I feel like that yields success. And um, other than that, Flacco went out there like the uh, Cincinnati quarterback and just, you know, just ran his thing. And Cooper at that route at the end of the game, and we could see it unfold from there, man. It was heartbreaking. But anyways, yeah, man. But don't don't let it get to you. And yeah, man, you can talk. You can take it from there. I appreciate you, Matthew, man. I appreciate you hanging with me, man, giving me your insight. You got some good stuff there. Uh, of course, Mooney, I'm not sure what's going on. I mean, they wanted to get him more involved. He had eight targets today. They definitely, you know, tried to get him to rock. And it's just one of those things where, like, you know, the writing's on the wall and you kind of see what's happening. And when Mooney doesn't come down with the Hail Mary, it's just like, yeah, that's it, Papa. Ain't nobody bringing you back next year. You're not getting no contract with the Bears. You're a great, you're a good receiver. Not here. This is not going to happen. And again, he cost me the 4K. Listen, I bet Justin Fields to have 200 yards passing. It was one of my legs, a five-leg parlay. Four of them hit. Justin throws the interception. Amari Cooper gets 55 yards. Jerome Ford gets three catches. What else did I say? Oh, Joe Flacco, 30, 33 uh, passing attempts. Easy. All four of those hit. I need Justin Fields to get 200 yards. He has 166. 45-yard Hail Mary. I'm watching Darnell Mooney almost catch the ball, and I'm I'm already thinking what I'm doing with the money. I'm like, all right, mortgage is about to be paid. I'm like, I'm going to keep an extra stack in my account just so I can go crazy with some bets. I'm already like, I am planning what I'm doing with this money. And then he kicks it in the air for an interception. Just like, oh, my God. Uh, but Fields is a playmaker, uh, Matthew. And that's what you said, and, and I and I agree with it wholeheartedly. He is a good quarterback, thirteenth to seventeenth in the league. That with that is without question. But you know what a top ten quarterback does? He wins that game. That's what a top ten quarterback does. A thirteen to seventeen quarter, quarterback, you have to hold your breath, and hope. And that's the difference, guys. That's all I want. Don't you want better? Don't you want the quarterback that comes in with three minutes left, even if it's against the Cleveland Browns, 
and comes down and manufactures a game-winning field goal drive with no time left? Isn't that, like, why can't we want that? And why, why, why can't I want that? Bears get the ball three minutes, work it down the field for three, get to the 30-yard line. Carlos Santos kicked this with four seconds left so we could take our eyes back to Chicago with this dub and still talk about winning out gets us into the playoffs. That's not what happened. Oh, my bad. It was the defense's fault. If we're listening to Bob and Donna's Grove, my bad. Let's go take a couple more phone calls. 312-644-6767. Drink too much water. I'm feeling turnt right now. Right, let's go to Jimmy out in Deerfield. Jimmy, what would you think about this game? What were, some take- what were some takeaways for you? Oh, man, Gary, thanks. I, I feel for you on the last one because I think a high school – receiver or a college kid would, would catch that and make a name for themselves. But Darnell, it didn't happen. I'm, I, I feel for you. But that's a couple couple takes. Um, yeah. um, I like your, your thought on, on Justin Field uh, being a good quarterback but not a top-10 quarterback. Now I'm going to go back to the defense. A couple weeks ago, we beat the Vikings. We shut down the Lions, and I thought we had a top 10 defense. And I said, let's, let's see if we can measure up against a top defense. And guess what? We actually outplayed the Browns. Our defense outplayed the Browns. Three INTs against Flacco for three and a half quarters. And my point is we don't have a top-tier coach because mm. if you get a top-tier coach, you're up 17-10, all right? You got three and a half minutes left. Gather the defense and say, look, we get the stop. We win this game. And I'm going to go for broke. I'm going to send people. And you're going to be on an island. But guess what? The worst going to happen is we're going to be 17 all. I'm going to go after them because I can't let them sit out there and just peg it. Peg it. Next thing you know, Amari Cooper catches a cheap one because we get to it. And that was a cheap touchdown because we didn't pressure him. If we get the pressure, I guarantee you, he does not throw that ball to Mari Cooper. And this is why Eberflus must go, because he doesn't have the, I'll say it, it's on radio, guts. <laughs> you could say in Spanish, cojones or huevos. And, you know. Cojones. He doesn't have the cojones <laughs> to do it because it was – 17-10, you're winning. What's the worst going to happen? Yeah. You'll give, a, give up a touchdown. But why not send your dog? Doesn't happen. Didn't happen against the Lions. And we were up on the Lions. We outplayed them, too. That, that, I mean, that's inexcusable. He should be gone because of that alone. Because the, the polls has, has set him up with enough dogs in there to go after your quarterback. And they get pressure with four. But guess what? In prime time, you're up 17-10. You better send some safeties, some linebackers, change your looks because that was vanilla, what, what the hell he, he put out there. Because 17-10, you should win. Your defense outplayed the Browns' defense, and everybody should have gone home. And, and, and another thing, Justin Fields, everybody knows he's not going to lead anybody in playoffs. He's not going to bring you any championships. So t- time to say, all right, let's get what you can for him. Don't pay him and get a rookie contract and a different play and rebuild with this young defense. Yeah, thanks for the call, Jimmy. I appreciate it. I mean, you're bringing up some great points. You know, uh, I mean, even though Iberflus has done a, a phenomenal job with the defense of the Chicago Bears, but I want to take you to, you kept mentioning 17-10. I want to take you, or not I want to take you, let's go back 
when it was 17-7. Bears kicked the field goal in the third quarter, and that becomes 17-7. Cleveland gets the ball. They go three and out. Bears get the ball with an opportunity to, you know, create some distance between themselves. And then the Bears go in the three and out. Or Bears go three and out. Then give the ball to back to Cleveland. Cleveland goes three and out. And then what do they do? They punt to Trent Taylor. And he fumbles. And to me, it was right there that momentum began to shift. Because then after that, even though Tyreek Stevenson got the interception to try to sway it back in our direction, by that time I felt like it was already gone. The confidence had been built. They said to themselves, hey, man, we could do this. And then the Bears get the ball, and that's when you know, Justin Fields gets sacked on that fourth and one where he couldn't convert it. Tough, tough one. Because then what happens after that, then that's when in the fourth quarter Cleveland gets the ball and goes on that six-play, 52-yard drive to kick that field goal and then scores the touchdown a couple possessions later. So, I mean, you're looking for a turning point in the game. That most certainly was it. But Bears, I mean, you know, after they made it 17-7, it was punt, turnover on downs, punt, 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 interception. That's best. That's can't say that's good offense. It's, it's not. Yeah, you know, good quarterback wouldn't allow that to happen. Thanks for the call, Jimmy. It's Gabe Ramirez here on 670 to score. It's a Plumbers 911 Football Monday. Taking your phone calls. Let's go to somebody that's been a hoe for quite a while, man. Let's go to Mike out in Barrington. Mike, you there? You still hanging with me? You awake? Yeah. Barely. I, I feel like I'm good. I told the call taker I was giving you a Vikings take, and I feel like I got the Vikings fan treatment. But yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm still. I'm here. ready for it. I'm ready for it. I'm, I'll put you to the front of the well, line now. <laughs> so, so here's the deal. I'm listening to this, and it's a meltdown from from a bunch of fans that at the beginning of the year, if I told you you'd have been talking about the playoffs in December, any legitimate bear fans going to be like, wow, that's a, that's a good season. You know, when they have a realistic view on things, then you're, you're missing the best way to make this a better team. And it's going to be in the draft, right? You're going to have the first overall pick. You, you don't want a team that hasn't drafted a, a decent quarterback ever to be wasting the first round pick on, on another stab at getting this right turn it into a bunch of other players don't do the Khalil Mack boo-boo again don't don't waste these picks take some great pieces and look who's going to be available in free agency you get this team Kirk Cousins you can you can probably have him much to our chagrin but he'd go for the money he's from the area you got the cap space and then you can sit around and see if Fields is going to be okay. But the best thing for a Vikings fan view is the Bears trying to draft another quarterback in the first round. We'd love it because we know it's going to bust again. A la yeah. Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, I, I, any I, of the I, others that you want to list. I, I hear what you're saying, Kirk Cousins. I mean, it just—I don't know. Kirk Cousins, do I like Cousins? I like Cousins. I like Cousins. I just don't know if I if I want him as a quarterback at the Chicago Bears. I just this is the this is my biggest issue, and this is why I want to draft another quarterback. It's like I just don't want to think about the position for the next decade. Is that so bad? Is it so bad to be selfish? Where's Mark Grody? I need him to tell me to be greedy. You know what I'm saying? Like, like 
Is it so bad that I want a quarterback at that thing that could just lie? Like, you don't know if Caleb Williams is going to be good. You don't know if Justin Fields is going to be good. You think. You hope. You don't know that if you get him an offensive coordinator and another seven wide receivers and five different offensive tackles, that he's going to be good. You're hoping the same way that I'm hoping that taking your time to select the best quarterback in this draft could put you in a better predicament. 312-644-6767. Let's go out to Lewis in Homewood. Lewis, talk to me. Hey, what's going on, man? Hanging in there, man. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. Uh, first thing I want to say is that I never imagined that we would be where we are now. I mean, the second year of a rebuild, past four weeks, you know, we've come out, punched teams in the face, being competitive, being ready. But the difference, and we saw it yesterday, the difference is the quarterbacking. That is the difference. You saw Joe Flacco, a veteran championship quarterback, you know, can make throws just like Brady make throws and Ben Roethlisberger and all those guys. And he made a perfect pass yesterday between, what was that, the corner, the safety, and the linebacker. The that was a beautiful throw. It was beautiful, man. It, and it was great defense. It was great defense. It was Tampa, too. And he made it. Right. And the, one of your callers said that we didn't get pressure on him. He was under pressure. He was running. He made that throw while running, being pressured. And he got that pass off. Would Justin be able to make a throw like that? No. No, Justin will never be able to make a throw like that. Hell, when Justin was in Georgia, he couldn't beat out Jake Fromm. And you saw the difference when he was at Ohio State, the way he ran the offense, the way C.J. Stroud ran the offense. That is the difference. We got the team. We got a good defense. I like Ibrahim as the coach. I do think we need a new offensive coordinator. But we got to hit this draft and get the quarterback. Green Bay drafts the quarterback, even when they already have one. When when they have Favre, they drafted Rodgers. When they had Rodgers, they drafted Love. So we got to draft the quarterback, and we'll be on our way. That's all I have to say, man. You have a good one. I appreciate you, Lewis. Great, great, uh, great stuff there, and especially about the Flacco comp and conversation because – you know, a lot of people are like, Gabe, but you can win a Super Bowl with mediocre quarterback play, with 13 to 17 uh, best quarterback play. You can win a Super Bowl. And you know who they talk about? Joe Flacco. Look at him. Let me tell you what Justin Fields is not doing at 40. Coming in and dropping 375 against a really good defense at 40. Justin Fields ain't doing that. I think you got me on that one, Gabe. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Like, when we talk about an average quarterback that can win a Super Bowl, we're talking about an actual quarterback that can sit in the pocket and pick you to pieces. Is Joe Joe Flacco going to win you a Super Bowl now? Probably not. But this is what I'm talking about, getting closer to that. Right? And, 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 again, Justin Fields is good. He is good. He is extremely talented. Legs can get him places that most people can't go. What about the rest of the game? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what about the rest? All right, we're taking more phone calls. 312 644 
67. 67. Thoughts on Justin Fields. Uh, thoughts on the direction that the Bears should be going in. Thoughts on whatever you've heard so far. I want to take more. And then I want to read some text messages that have been coming in as well. Actually, I'll read this one before we go to break. Somebody said, Gabe, Justin had the ball with three minutes left. But he was not calling the plays. <laughs> uh, yeah. But you know what he was doing? Quarterbacking the team. Come on. It's foolish. So when it doesn't work out, it's, it's Getty's fault. And if, if Justin Fields does come down and get puts points on the board, then it's Justin. Uh, all the accolades go to Justin. Come on. All right. Taking more phone calls. Phone lines are open. Call us up, man. 312-644-6767. It's Gabe Ramirez right here on 670 The Score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it, those defenses are good and they apply a lot of pressure. You know, this, this team was a team that applied pressure through their front four. Um, you know, and they added on some pressure guys, uh, you know, certainly during the course of the game. You know, we saw that. Uh, but uh, again, it's about it's about rising up to the challenge. Um, it's about the whole football team rising up to the challenge. You know, sometimes, you know, our defense is going to be playing a really good offense and we're going to have to rise up, you know, and, and do a good job there. And they're going to have to maybe they're not playing such a good defense that day on offense. And we just got to it's complimentary football. Right. So, a lot of, you know, each each side allocates their their money. A certain way, right? And uh, you know, and th- that's where the the talent is. So we got to make sure that each side of the ball plays complimentary football. We're back live with more Gabe Ramirez on six seventy. The score. Gabe Ramirez, right here on six seventy. The score. It is a Plumbers nine one one football Monday, presented by Busey Bank, and it's not a game. Illinois.com. Got a bunch of guests today. Uh, they're going to be great. You're going to want to listen to it, man. If you if you want more Bears covers, there's no better place to get it than right here on 670. Muldy and Haw, uh, they are going to be taking over right after Dustin Rhodes. Dustin Rhodes comes on at 5 with the pregame show. And then Olin Krutz hangs out with Muldy and Haw at 7, DJ Moore at 8, and then Brad Biggs at 9. And then Bernstein and Holmes, they got Anthony Heron and Dan Weeder at 11 and 12. And then Parkinson Spiegel, three great guests for you. Kurt Warner at 240. Mark Grody at four, and then Jalen Johnson 
at 5 p.m. Going to be great stuff. But right now, it's Gabe Ramirez, 670 The Score, hanging out till 5 a.m., taking your phone calls, talking all things Bears. Uh, for people that are awake right now, let's go out to uh, – I can't call his ass Sweet Roll. Do I have to call him Sweet Roll? Really? Like a little Debbie Sweet Roll? Like, is that what – all right. Sweet Roll from the west side. Why are you making me call you Sweet Roll, man? Hey, man. That's not pretty much what it is. Yeah, you didn't make the rules? It's just what it is? <laughs> I, didn't make, I didn't make the rules, man. It's just how it ended up. <laughs> Who gave you the nickname, bro? Uh, one of my uh, club members, I'm in a motorcycle club, and one of my club members who recently passed away nicknamed me Sweet Roll Jones. So it just kind of stuck. All my club members, all my bros got to call it. You right, know, see, that. see, so, see, you should have put Jones at the end because now that does sound badass. Sweet Roll Jones, <laughs> that sounds good. Uh, rest yeah, in peace to your to your uh, to your bike uh, member as well, man. Uh, thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. All right, talk to me about Justin Fields. Well, you know, my my thing is, and when you were asking, uh, you know, people's opinion, what percentage does Fields play, you know, in this loss, and I think fifty percent. Um, and look, I don't like Justin Fields personally, okay? Uh, but I'm not dumping on him because I don't like him. I'm just saying he's just not a very productive quarterback or as productive as we need him to be. It's not any particular thing he did today. You know, he wasn't, you know, throwing turnovers that ended up pick sixes or anything like that. But it's what he didn't do as why I feel he's 50% uh, responsible for this loss. He just didn't make the plays, you know. And, and, and like you said, a good comp, Flacco on the other end, this guy's 40 years old, and he made the plays. I mean, that's... You know, how, long, how long can you go with... The ineffectiveness of Justin Fields. Yeah, he's talented. The guy's a great runner. He's got a strong arm. And like they say, he can make all the throws. But at the end of the day, he's not winning games. Yeah, and it's a, it's it, it, it really is some sweet roll when, you, when you're watching Flacco make those plays and you just want your quarterback. Like I said, you know, up, up 10 or up, yeah, up 10 with the ball. You know, you would have loved him to have been able to put some more points on the board. Up seven with the ball. You would have loved for him to put some points on the board. You know, tie game with the ball. You would have loved for him to put some points on the board. You know, it's just, you know, there's, there's again, it, like you said, it's some things that he didn't do, you know, that you would have liked him to, to have done. And even if they would have caught that pass at the very end with Darnell Mooney, that wouldn't make me say, oh, damn, Justin Fields is that dude. We got to keep him and build around him. Like that's even saying that out loud sounds weird, because I've been watching these games for the last couple of years, watching them play. Now again, if the Bears had the 17th pick in the draft and only one pick, we wouldn't be having this conversation. We'd be wondering how to make Justin Fields better in his last two years, because we'd have no choice. That's the thing. We do have a choice. Bears, the Bears do have a choice, and that's what I'm up against right now. Let's take some more phone calls. 312-644-6767. Let's go to Freddie out in Lansing. Freddie, thanks for hanging out. Hanging out. 
Hey, what's going on, Gabe? Uh, Chacho Main, Chacho Main, man. I love you, man. That you're uh, you're overnight, man. Uh, representing for the Latinos, man. Appreciate you, man. But uh, and, uh, let me talk about these bears, man. I, I I agree with you with the most for everything, man. We do deserve better. Um, Justin Fields, I love him. I used to defend him, but man, he holds on to the ball too long. His decisions aren't uh, as great as I want him to be. Um, he doesn't uh, anticipate the throws. He waits until the receiver gets tries to get open, and then he throws it, and that's way too long because the defense is coming at him, especially against today against Cleveland with that pressure from the line. You don't have time to wait for your receiver to get open. And um, it's not all on him, sorry, too. It's on the, the personnel. Uh, Tyler Scott, Donnell Mooney, they're not getting open, and when they do, they drop the ball, uh, the tight end, they drop the ball early in the first possession. That's garbage, man. That's yeah. garbage. Yeah. That's garbage, brother. Uh, come on, man. You're wide open and you drop the ball? Come on, man. You're supposed to be up right away. Like, man, put the pressure on, on the home team. But you can't even do that. And I put that the blame on uh, on the GM for the personnel. You got Patrick uh, Lucas as the center. The kick, uh, the pressure kept coming up, coming up the middle, and he, you know, um, there was no protection up the middle. So, as much as I want to put the blame on uh, on Justin Fields, the line, uh, the left tackle, horrible, the the tight end to chip, horrible, the bl- blasting game, the fullback to block, horrible. There is no blocking for Justin Fields. So, as much as I want to put the blame on him as well. The personnel to block for him, horrible to catch, horrible man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like man, you. hey, I feel you. It was a bad. You know, it was there were some moments in the game that were horrible. I mean, Robert Tunyon dropping that pass was horrible when he didn't come down with that. And you know, like he did. He Justin Fields. I want to defend him, and I don't. It, like you said, I want better. With this uh, first-round pick, if we do get it, because Carolina won today, I do want to get a better quarterback. I feel like we could get a better quarterback that that anticipates the throws, that could read the defense more. Justin Fields holds on to the ball way too much. He almost had a fumble, maybe two fumbles. I think he did have he had a two fumble. fumbles, yep. Yes. One was recovered by the, the offense, and the other one I think they gave it away. You're holding on to the ball way too long. We deserve we deserve way better. I'm sorry, like I I'm it's three, four years into his career already. Like, no, it's too long already. Yeah. I appreciate the call. Thanks, Freddie. Uh, because you wanna know what, man, I think you're saying some really good things. First of all, super knowledgeable. Always love callers that call in with, you know, knowing what they're talking about. And clearly you do, um, in regards to like the players and you know, where do you feel like there are deficiencies, you know, up the middle and such. And I mean, it is frustrating, you know? It is frustrating to watch because, you know, the defense is is good. And there are weapons. And I, I guess when you look at games like this one against Cleveland, a team that coming into the game was 7-5 and five and had playoff aspirations, and you, you, you beat Minnesota, you beat Detroit, two teams that, you know, still feel like they have playoff hopes. Then you go up against Cleveland, another team that, you know, playoff aspirations. And if you would have beat them, I feel like, you know, I was talking to a lot of people in Cleveland media, like I mentioned, Tyvis Powell, 
and Daryl Ryder both cover the Browns on two different stations. And I asked them both, I said, do you think this game would mean more to the Bears than the Detroit game? And the answer was yes to both of them. And the reason why is because, you know, Detroit might have been in a funk. And so, you you know, you, you didn't win the first one, which probably would have held more weight or water or whatever. And then Cleveland, though, they really want to win. And they really are in the, you know, they do have a good defense. And, you know, it was just another litmus test. And I feel like this was a very, very much a winnable game. I mean, of course it was. Bears were up 10, right? 17-7 in the fourth quarter. So, I mean... You know, it was a winnable game, and those are the ones that you want to come away with. And those are the ones that make you feel good about not just your team, but your quarterback. When your quarterback, I mean, 17-7, if the game would have ended there, you would have been like, damn, well, at least Justin didn't lose that one. Yeah? Didn't win it because of Justin. But, I mean, you're looking the week before, the Browns played Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, three touchdowns. He had three interceptions, too, but three touchdowns. 257 yards. You know, people got off. Can we do this game again, there Gabe, for the, like the third week in a row? I'm ready. What's your grade for Justin Fields against the Browns? Because I have a guess on what you're going to give him. Justin Fields against the Browns. What is my grade for Justin? 19 for 40. 166 yards. 166 yards. 47% completion. One tutty. I will call it one interception, three sacks, seven rushes for 30 yards. I'm going to give him a C. Oh, I was close. I was going to say C minus. Nah, because. That was my guess for you. Yeah, C. I think he is like a C performance. You know, still had a chance to win. You know, you're still right there. Did have some good throws. That's what I'm saying. It, it was such a Justin Fields game. There were some highs. There were some lows. And that and a loss. That's a Justin Fields game. Some highs, some lows, and loss. And an inability to, to come through for you. That's what you got from Justin Fields. Remember my prediction earlier in the week? I said uh, 18 of 27. I was close on the 18, but yeah, ugh. Yeah, yeah. Too many passing attempts, and the, I was not even close on the yardage. Justin Fields with his most pass attempts this season. And obviously they had to do that because the run was – inefficient with the defensive line that the Browns had. But Roshan Johnson, five rushes for 36 yards, and that was with a 22-yard scamper coming in the fourth quarter. Oh, man. Baylis Jones had two rushes for 23. Khalil Herbert, six for eight. Dante Foreman, six for minus six. So clearly the run game was not working, and that's why uh, the Bears had to put the ball up 40 times, but nonetheless still couldn't do it when it mattered. Fields hit 40 in his career before? I feel like that might have been a career high. I think he had one more other 40-attempt game. On, uh, I think it was against the Cowboys, maybe. I don't know. I have to go look that up. But let's take some more phone calls. 312-644-6767. It's at Plumbers 911. Football Monday. Let's go to Tom out in Evanston. So, Tom, I think you're I think you're in the minority with this take here. Yeah, well, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Justin Fields. And I also think that uh, the thing that matters is his teammates love him. And uh, I think uh, it's a pretty uh, easy solution. You put all the recruits in charge of finding the best center in the country, and that's one of your picks. And then you get Marvin Harrison, a fellow Buckeye, and now they got to cover Marvin Harrison and DJ Moore. And then you put uh, Mooney to return punts. Maybe he can catch a punt. 
And, uh, you know, I also believe, I say don't believe the hype on this Southern Cal quarterback. He's a, a Deshaun Watson. He's already making all his money, and he don't want to play in the Midwest. And he takes his little painted fingernails. And, you know, they asked him after the Arizona game when they lost, how do you feel about it? He said, I'm going to go home and pet my dog. Man, Justin Fields is out there getting late hits again. His coaches don't stand up, say anything. I'm sick of seeing him get hit late. Like, you know, he's a running back. And this game was close. It was a Hail Mary, you know, almost caught. And that guy, you know, when he tripped up, almost got that first down. You know, it it wasn't Justin Fields' problem. He played as hard as he could. And that's, you know, he'll play a long time in the Midwest as hard as he can. This cat from... Southern Cal is going to be another Deshaun Watson. He's already making his money, and he's used to warm weather. And you know, it'll take five, five years to you know to figure out an offense for him. And you know, if he's bringing that coach with him, Southern Cal coaches offensive coordinator, maybe we could talk. But uh, you know, I, I just think Justin Fields is that not the problem. I think you get him a good center, and you know, get a fellow Buckeye, and you have these guys trying to cover him. Uh, future all-star in Marvin Harrison and DJ Moore and Komet. And, you know, it's looking pretty solid to me. All right. You know, and, do, and do it while the defense is still here. By the time the Southern Kale guy, you know, gets his act together, you know, our defense could be, you know, aging. Yeah, thanks for the call, Tom. I, I appreciate it. Um, it's an interesting take. Keeping Justin Fields, it's an interesting take. It's not one that I would do, but it's interesting nonetheless. I think when you're talking about Justin, like, again, because then when I, what I hear you saying, Tom, is that no college quarterback will ever be as good as Justin Fields. Because if you're not willing to take, like, it's one thing for me to look at all, me to look at the uh, NFL players and tell them that I think that they're wrong. It's another thing for us to look at all the scouts and everybody to say that they're wrong. Right? They all think that Drake May and Justin or and Caleb Williams are the truth. I don't know. What do we know, right? Nobody knows for certain. Somebody just put in my group chat here um, with my fellas, and they're like, 50 bucks if if any first-round pick this year ends up winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> he said 50 He said I'll give $50 to anybody that wants to take that bet. But <sighs> it's hard, man. It's hard. Getting it right is hard. Oh, I just got a cramp. All right, we're going to take a break. Ah, 312-644-6767. We'll take more calls. It's Gabe Ramirez, 670 to score. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 